We are Anthony and Danielle. We own a pet food store in Columbus, Ohio called Fangs and Fur that is focused on educating pet owners on feeding food nature intended for our pets. You can find us on Instagram at Fangs and Fur Pets or Facebook at Fangs and Fur. If you want to send in a question for Anthony to answer at the end of each episode, message us through our website at fangsfur.com. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and leave a review. This is the Fangs and Fur Podcast. All right, Julie. Well, welcome back. Um, we had a fantastic episode last week. I was really excited about that. Um, I was excited about it because we talked about we talked about how the gut works. You kind of talked about how it's like the conductor to the symphony um, of the body. Um, we talked about how lots of our dogs um, are kind of born with bad guts. They kind of start off in a in a in a bad place. Um, you know, then they're bombarded with you know processed inflammatory foods. You know, overvaxed, handed antibiotics like it's candy, um, and all these um, you know year-round flea and tick meds. Um, all these things are kind of inundating their guts. Um, and so now we're kind of in this, I don't know if it's an endemic or if it's a pandemic, because it, it is kind of, it's definitely outside of, of just North America at this point, I think. Um, but we're, we have a, a leaky gut situation going on or this dysbiosis, this imbalance in the gut. And so today I just kind of wanted to talk about what do we do? How, how, do, we, how do we prevent this from happening with our pets? Um, and how do we build that, that really resilient, robust gut? Good question. Um, good news because last last time we spoke, we spoke a lot about disease and pathology and the negativity of what can manifest in the body, any body, um, when the gut's unhealthy, right? Right. But the super good news is that the gut um, has a phenomenal ability to regain its um regain its health regain its homeostasis heal whatever you want to call it and what you know whatever belief that 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 you follow as far as um you know pathophysiology and what happens so we are um able to do amazing things with the gut so the first thing that i would say is try to Try to believe that. Try to try to have faith that there's lots that you can do. It takes, you know, a little bit of time because there's there's things, there's steps that are in place. It doesn't, you know, when when you're working with the gut, you are, it's almost like I don't know if anybody follows regenerative farming or or regenerative soil techniques. Oh, yeah. It takes a while, right? It takes a while to take some soil that has zero bacteria left in it and it's basically dirt. And turn it back into topsoil, and I think uh, like white oak pastures in Georgia is a is a is a big one. Will Harris, and it it took him twenty five years to um his generational farm, family farm that he completely converted into a regenerative farm without any pesticides, insecticides, chemicals, whatever. Um, it took him twenty five yeah. years to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what's happening and when you're doing that, you're, when, when someone like that's doing that, there's a lot of moving parts, right? There's, there's a ton of moving parts. So there's less moving parts when we're, when we're trying to regenerate the gut, um, because we're just basically working with the individual, right? The individual dog, the individual person or family or whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but what I'm talking about is we're, we're focusing on that individual's gut and not the not the sorry not the um uh you know not the forest and not all the other animals that go on it and on the not on the not insects and things like that but what we're doing is what we what what we bump up against is still what we can't control which is you know glyphosates in food and uh you know, your dog walking on grass that's got pesticides on it oh, or gosh, this environment, is the worst. <laughs> environmental yeah. stuff like there's yeah. there, there's a constant. Um, I see those little white signs in people's yards like in my nightmares. Yeah. No, it's 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 just it's it's some and don't and if you think it's just on the grass, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not, it's wishful thinking. You know, it's yeah. blown over and it's 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 in a it's lot everywhere. of other yeah. places. So, you know, it's, it's why we have to maintain it as well as like, we have to work it, we have to get it 
to a healthy state and then we have to maintain it. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about quickly is because I don't know how, you know, exactly your followers, but I want to I want to talk about different ways because there are different there's different um there's different people, different kinds of philosophies, different families, different situations. So there's like social economic issues. There's, yeah. you know, how can I afford to do this with my animal or I can't afford this or I literally don't have time to do this or I don't have time to do that, including food, including all kinds of different things. Yeah. So what I want to say to that is that, you know, there's no judgment. There's no like if you if you only feed this kind of food is the only way that your dog is going to get better or if you only feed this kind of probiotic, it's the only way your dog is going to get better. I think the, 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 um, the information that I want to put out there is that, you know, anything is better than nothing. You know, any, any, any kind of attention spent is, is better than nothing and, you know, choose what you can do and um, don't get hung up on what you can't do so that then you're stressed out. So you're feeding your dog and you're so stressed out because you aren't able to give them what you think you're supposed to give them. My big thing is that you pay attention. So the gut for me, paying attention to the gut conditions us to pay attention to our entire being, right? So the, the entire, our, our entire being, our environment, I feel like gut health is a, is a window into how should we be in the world really yeah. um from a perspective of what makes us sick and what doesn't make us sick and what what are our philosophies like i said before like you know we think that we have to eradicate everything right well we don't have to eradicate everything like that's kind of our mindset and we don't it's the opposite so for gut health that's, that was a very long introduction sorry um <laughs> no, but, but uh, it makes sense uh as far as gut health goes we want to one let's look at it let's look at it if you can envision what a gut looks like if we think of the lining of the gut and we don't necessarily and this is coming from someone that did tons of diagnostics at my clinic and and you know i i love diagnostics so long as it doesn't turn your dog into a you know a lab a laboratory specimen right. um you know every little bit of information helps but when you when you go i want to do this it's going to cost this much money i'm going to get this much information with that information is that information really going to help me do what i want to do okay. right so yeah. if you want to do drugs surgery and massive intervention you have to know there's no there's no if ands or buts about it right if you're going to take the approach that the body knows how to heal and that and that given the right tools it can do so then you can take a much broader level perspective so when we talk about animals with allergies let's just use that as an example i have seen thousands of dogs that come have come to me with binders full of allergy tests and changing proteins and doing this and doing that and spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars trying to figure out what's wrong with their dog. If you're going to take the approach that you're going to try and allow the body to work itself, you don't need to specifically know exactly what's going on. Blood work is amazing all the time. It does help you target certain things. But even if you're targeting them, and you don't have a healthy lining. So that's what I was going to talk, start talking about. We have to make sure that your animal's lining is healthy. The, the lining in the gut is healthy. And, you know, if they have any kind of chronic disease, chances, there's a very, very, very big chance. I'm not going to say 100%, but there's a very big chance that the lining of the gut is not is not healthy it's been traumatized by something yeah we right? kind of we kind of talked about this we just touched on it last time but like we because i have a similar thing happen in the shop where people get so dialed in on on like some certain allergy tests and they're so um like my dog can't have this and there's 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 you know wheatgrass in this food they can't have that and it, it, it's so uh, specific and so they get so caught up in that world that like yeah. their dog can't eat anything 
Um, and, and it's like, they, they're not looking at the bigger picture. Yeah. Yeah. So to speak to that quickly, cause I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of people watching with in that, in that, in that realm, yeah. Get into that group. Right. Yeah. Um, and for nobody only because they can't handle watching their dogs suffer. Right. right? So they're desperate to, right. to, to do everything that they can sure, coming from and a not, good place. Yeah. 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 And not to do something wrong. If you have an allergy, if you have something that, that you are looking at and it says, you know, my dog is allergic to, let's just say lamb, and you're going to start to try and heal the gut, it's going to take a while for that gut to get healthy. So it, it is helpful to, to stay away from what we know is reactive, right? Right. Just to give the, the body a sense of reprieve. So, but you can't, and sometimes the best way to do that is the plainer, the better, right? Like the, the simplest things, the simplest ingredients, the simplest everything. Right. And this is my, what I've worked with, in my opinion, the better. And only because until if your dog has trauma and if your dog's gut is permeable, like it's, it's, it's seeping or it's leaking, the, the, the food, chemicals, toxins, whatever that's going into the body, then it is going to, there's chances are that you're going to actually create more reactivity, right? So okay. it could be allergic to, it, it may not be allergic to wheatgrass, but if you keep giving it wheatgrass and that wheatgrass, pro, that wheat, wheatgrass molecule is seeping into the bloodstream, then the dog's body will can become reactive to that particular molecule, right? Right. So, so for me, I always feel like the simplest, the better, the least reactive, the better. Work on the gut lining, so that so that the gut lining, um, uh, it, it it supports the permeability and the in the in the in the proper junctions, the proper tight junctions of the gut. As you're putting in the right probiotics and the right prebiotics and the right food and the right, you know, the least amount of chemicals and the least amount of stress and things like that. So when I when I did um, uh, the leaky gut protocol, my my hypothesis or my my way of looking at that is that I you want to use herbs, specific herbs and specific nutraceuticals that first and foremost decrease the inflammatory response because so long as it's inflamed, it's going to continue to get stiffer and the junctions are going to continue to, to, to spread apart because it doesn't have that soft, lovely flexibility or mobility. Yeah. Motility that it's supposed to have and lots of mucus and, and slimy, nice slimy stuff. So you like to focus on the, before introducing like any probiotics or anything, you're you're more focused on that the epithelial epithelial lining of the gut, kind of making that. No, I do everything at the oh, same. You time. do everything at the same time. Okay, it's been a while you. since I've done the leaky <laughs> leaky yes, gut. Product. I do, and yeah. and so that my the the thought process is try to find a food that you know is the least reactive. <clears throat> um, you know, make sure that you're not. You know, in in that course, if you can possibly help it, introduce any kind of drugs, any kind of antibiotics, anything that's going to contribute to the inflammatory process, um, and including stress. And then what I did is I created this this protocol where I, and the reason I did this is when I was working with it at my practice, it's like okay, well they have to eat, right? So if can't stop that from leaking through what do we do in order to try and alleviate the the impact right so my my hypothesis or my thought back then like 25 years ago was I have to put as many digestive enzymes as I can in there so that once it hits that that space it's already digested into a smaller food particle right so that that the, the, the body is able to digest the, the quality and what's needed right like in digest and ingest and and process the bioavailability of the food sure. and that the that the that the inflammatory reaction if the molecules are smaller could be potentially beneficial right okay. to do that because sure. i'm not going to all of a sudden 
the gut's just not all of a sudden going to heal and everything's going to be honky dory, right? It's, right? It takes a time. It's like if you cut yourself, you know, it takes a while for that injury to heal. So we use things like um, slippery elm and marshmallow root and uh, dimethylglycine and um, DGL, like licorice root and aloe and all of these lovely um, um, herbs that calm and soothe and and um, emulsify. You know, you've heard about emulsifiers on your skin that make yep. your skin soft and relieved of of, of burning or itching. Yeah kind of is like an emulsifier for the gut okay. it calms the gut down uh dimethylglycine is, is super cool it's it's like um not dimethylglycine sorry uh n-acetylglucosamine not dimethylglycine okay. uh dimethylglycine is an amino acid but we'll get to that later yeah. uh, uh n is like a glucosamine for your joint so it's like an anti-inflammatory for the joint only it's not for the joint it's for smooth muscle so things like the gut the gut wall, the lining of the gut, the lining of the bladder, the lungs, the the mucosal lining of of the sinuses, things like that. It's great for pugs and Boston's and bulldogs sure. and stuff. So, so we, I did a formula in my clinic. I combined all of those together, and then I um, put pre and probiotics in it. So, so we go from an enzyme to try to break down the food. And then we go into another different powder and, and a bunch of different herbs and nutraceuticals that help to soothe and replenish the gut lining and calm it down. And then we go into planting pre like 14 strands of pre of probiotics and prebiotics. Right. And then we then I have a liver a liver support. And the reason that I do a liver support this is, you know, it's, it's quite complicated, but I think I talked about it last time is that when all of that stuff goes into the bloodstream, the liver has to take over, right? right? So it taxes the liver because the gut's supposed to be dealing with all of that and detoxifying all of that. It's not supposed to be sending it into the body and into the bloodstream. Right. So we do a liver tonic. So you, you support the liver. So you support the gut lining, you plant pre, you plant probiotics, you feed the probiotics with prebiotics. You feed digestive enzymes so that the, the the animal is actually getting more nutrient value from their food because they lose that if their gut is leaking. Right. Um, and then and also that the molecules are smaller when they do seep through the leaky junctions. And then you support the liver and the kidneys and the pancreas, which is what the three things that I support. And then last but not least, I have a homeopathic remedy and this is what you're talking about the epithelial tissue and things like that so right. just being a homeopath i i i i really visualize things a lot too which is kind of just the way i the way i practice and live gross can raw is an ohio business started by a girl with an uncontrollable passion for pets and all things natural by combining this passion with extensive research, they begin making all-natural, carnivore-focused treats and chews that both pets and their owners will go nuts for. Check them out at girlsgonerawpet.com. Feed your pet food made from the freshest and healthiest ingredients found in Steve's Real Food. Every Steve's formula is pH-balanced and uses only 100% natural, high-quality, USDA-inspected, free-range meats and unprocessed whole and functional foods. We know that what you choose to feed your pet is just as important as what you choose to feed yourself, which is why Steve's Real Food is formulated for optimal health that exceeds AFCO minimums. See how much better your pet will feel after just a few weeks on Steve's Real Food. Find out more in the podcast show notes. When you seal something or or heal something that's traumatized often what happens is you get a scar so if you cut yourself you know depending on how you deal with it you'll often get a scar right. so dogs with ibd inflammatory bowel disease um sometimes severe leaky gut they can you can do an ultrasound and they have thickening of the gut or scarring of the gut right yeah. even after they've healed like they'll have an episode they'll have a boat the inflammation heals and then they're left with scarring okay. well where where those junctions are scarred they also don't get nutrient absorb absorption through that area yeah it makes right? sense yeah. So it decreases their ability for food to be bioavailable and and sure. absorbed so 
I created this homeopathic remedy that helps to decrease inflammation, um, support epithelial and cell regeneration and growth. Um, I've put collagen in it, a type of collagen in it to help with the the structural, the actual structural part of it. And then I put another homeopathic remedy in it that helps to decrease scarring. So as it's healing, it helps to heal, but at the same time, it supports to decreasing the scar tissue. Is this the gut seal? That that's gut seal. Gut seal. Yeah. Would yeah. It, so that, that's would a it be protocol. A, yeah, that's the whole part. Yeah. Um, this is just kind of uh, rewinding a little bit. Um, do you ever recommend feeding fermented foods just for that breakdown? You know, I know you talked about the enzymes and helping break down the food, but also if you're feeding like a fermented food, it's even more, I mean, it's already like pre broken down essentially for them. Oh, I do. I yeah. I love, you know, Billy Holkman and I are, are really yeah. good friends. Um, there's another company, Gussie's gut and there's, there's a lot of fermented stuff that I, you know, making your own. Sure. I, I really, really support fermented foods. Okay. I am in the mindset as well is like less is more sometimes too. So I know of some people that have just like dumped for so much fermented stuff that the body just can't handle it. Right. Yeah. It's just too, too much sure. for them. So it depends on how bad your allergies are. It depends on how, cause what you don't want to do is remember what I said before too much of something can be not great because what happens then is that they can get a Herxmeyer reaction, right? The body can, the body, if there's yeast or there's, there's, it, it's almost like it's, it's like a detox in a way, yeah. but that detoxification can actually look like it's worsening the symptoms before it gets better. Yeah. And I'm such a wuss when it comes to my animals. I never want them to suffer. And I was the same way with my patients, right? I couldn't stand if they had a little bit of a healing crisis, what people call it. Yeah. I rarely got that ever because I, I, I all the, the philosophy that I learned is, is from Samuel Hahnemann, which is homeopathy. Right. And, um, and, and his main thing was above all do no harm. So I don't, I don't, I, if I can prevent some kind of a detoxification or healing process, um, and still get the same or healing crisis and still know that I'm going to get the same result. That's what I do. Yeah. I've heard you talk about this with, uh, with like yeast, because this is a big thing with not that we're trying to get into the whole yeast, uh, thing, but yeah, just the die off of yeast and how those can produce toxins. And really that animal can, it's kind of like, yeah. it's going to rain to have a rainbow kind of thing. Like it's going to get, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Cause really what is happening is the yeast is dying, but it actually mm -hmm. looks like the yeast is getting worse. The, the symptoms are almost identical. And then the people can't handle it. They take their dog back to the vet. And then they go on more drugs, right? right? So right. you're back in that that the that merry-go-round, right? Is of of not knowing where to jump off, not knowing really what's happening, right? So, um, so that's 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 the way that I look at as far as as, as healing the gut. The other thing that's been shown that helps to heal the gut is something called fulvic humic acid, which yeah. is um, now has lots of research behind it showing that it helps helps with gut permeability, like, like actual research. And, <clears throat> and it's been, um, I use that in a lot of my products too, like, a, like many, many products of mine have fulvic and humic acid in it as well, because, you know, again, what the real whole other reason that I did this protocol was because people couldn't, you can go out <clears throat> in other than the homeopathic remedies, you can go out and purchase the, I think it, there's like 72 different things in this protocol Yeah. and you can go and purchase them yourself, but then you're winding up trying to find something like we're anal about, you know, how clean every single ingredient is and how environmentally friendly it is and blah, blah, blah. And then you have 72 things on your counter that yeah. you're trying to, to put in. It's, it's overwhelming, it's overwhelming and it should yeah. be long-term. Yeah. Right. Like it, it, this is a, this is a protocol to try and actually do a specific thing. So once you're in that place and once you're concentrating on, on doing that and, and you have done that, a couple things can happen in that. So what can happen is that 
In fact, it can ramp up the immune system a little too quickly when you do that. And then you'll find that if there's any yeast, the yeast goes sideways and then your dog gets itchier, right? Yeah. It starts to get more itchy, more stinky, more everything. So that in a way is saying to you, okay, well, my dog had or the potential of my dog having, um, you know, gut trauma or leaky gut is, is, is high, but, oh, look at this. It probably also had some yeast going on because now this is happening. So then, then I move into something called our, uh, our yeasty beast protocol. So, so when, and this is the other thing that, that I know I'm kind of going all over the map, but when we talk about eradication and I talk about looking at the planet and us thinking that we know more than we do, because we do often do that. Science does that all the time. And people do that all the time. Yeah. I think that we know a lot more about nature than we do. And I, you know, I talk about the wolf and them, you know, destroying the gray wolves and how it yeah. destroyed the whole environment and things like that. Well, we do that with, with, with pathogenic bacteria. Yeah. Right. We, yeah. We destroy, you know, oh, there's E. coli. We have to get rid of all the E. coli. Oh, there's salmonella. We got to get rid of all of the salmonella. Oh, there's yeast. We got to get rid of all of the yeast. Oh, there's this. We got to get rid of all of that. Yeah, you said That's on the last not- the last podcast that these are our friends. So there are our friends, and they <laughs> yeah. keep us educated, yeah. right? Right. So, so when you do, when you're thinking of probiotics, fermented foods, where you're thinking of all of these amazing friendly bacteria that are going to go in and and suppress contain whatever however you want to word you want to use these not so friendly bacteria or yeasts we have to be very careful because if we ramp the immune system up too high and all of a sudden all these probiotics go in and get get the you know what out of here right you're yeah. gone yeah. This you're gone, this you're gone, that you're gone. You can get this like Herx reaction. So what I did is I created this formula. I looked at what yeast actually looks like, and we've created herbs again, like Padarco and um uh all different, all different specific, they're called um uh yeast busting. So what they actually do, they don't just bust yeast, they bust cells that are unfriendly, uh, unfriendly. So it's it's like they break down the wall of the cell and then they ingest the cell and they help to move that cell out of the body. Oh, wow. So it's kind of like a wash, right? So I don't have any probiotics in that protocol. None. Any yeast yeast? That's the yeasty beast. Oh, really? Yeah, there's no okay. probiotics in that. There's yeah. Saccharomyce, Saccharomyces in it, but that is a different, it's not really considered a, a probiotic. Yeah. It's considered a type of yeasty probiotic that, that attracts the yeast to it and pulls it out. It doesn't plant itself okay. in the body I see what you mean. and proliferate like a probiotic does, right? right? It has a very different specific action. So we do, we, we, what I'll often do if people go, well, I don't know it. He's got allergies and he's got yeast, which is a big one. Yeah. It's a huge, huge one. Right. Oh, especially down here. That, yeah. That's the merry-go-round. That's the, oh my goodness. You know? Okay. So we'll start off by let's doing some awesome stuff to the gut lining and planting some friendly bacterias and things. And if we start to see this Herx reaction or yeast come to the surface more, then we shift gears and go into the yeasty beast. Okay. Deal deal with that. So in that, there's a homeopathic remedy to help with the itching. There's a homeopathic remedy to help to detoxify the body because when yeast dies, it's so toxic. Yeah. It's it's crazy toxic. And they get itchier and whatever. So this homeopathic remedy helps to support that. There's noxlamica in it. There's um different different things in it to help the 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 animal or the body um 
deal with the itchiness and and the and the detoxification process that needs to happen. Okay. And it's got the liver tonic in it as well. Yeah. So then we do that for a little while, right? And then we either go back to the leaky gut, which you're gonna have to 100 yeah. percent because those little you know waters they grab a hold. They're like if you really looked at them closely, they do a number on the gut lining. So even if you combat yeast, even if you do yeast, you can pretty much know that your that your dog's gut lining has been traumatized by the yeast. Oh, okay. Let alone all the drugs that they're getting from the yeast or to kill the yeast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're still going to want to go back and deal with that lining. And then if we have animals that are really, really bad, dogs that are really, really bad, this relief protocol also has um, phytosflora in it, which has fulvic and humic acid. Yeah. And fulvic and humic, it's got the phytosflora, so it has a different kind of probiotic mm -hmm. that we plant, like a species-specific probiotic that we right. plant. And then it's got, you know, prebiotics and all the other 12 or 14 strains. But what we're trying to do with that is that the fulvic and humic acid almost acts like, have you ever heard of chelation therapy? No. So chelation therapy is something that helps to remove heavy metals. So heavy metals from um, heavy metals and chemicals. So homeopathic doctors, they do a lot of things called, like if you have chronic disease and you go to a homeopathic doctor, a lot of times they will not even test you for heavy metals because there's so many heavy metals in our food, in our water, in all different things that we yeah. are consuming and being around. Sure. And they will do a, a they'll do a, like a, a very mild chelation therapy with you just to help make sure that you're not, you don't have more, um, you know, more uh, obstacles to cure, right? So if you've got a lot of heavy metals in the body, it's going to be hard to heal for anything. Sure. So yeah. what we do is then we put them on, on phytosflora. So either you can go from leaky gut, the yeasty beast, the phytosflora, and then back to leaky gut. Yeah. And people think that that's a lot. It's not a lot because you're going to be doing them all anyways. It's just going to, if you have to do it that way, it's just going to be like, you know, a nine month supply instead of having to do them individually or wanting to do them individually. Yep. We are so proud of our sponsor today, our friends at Steve's Real Food, who help make the Fangs and Fur podcast come true. Anthony, what do you like best about Steve's? They're whole food ingredients. They don't use any synthetics, and it's real simple. When they come into Fangs and Fur, I'll always pull out a box of Steve's Real Food, and I'll show them what's in their food. So come into our shop to learn more about Steve's from Anthony or visit stevesrealfood.com. This is Dr. Jim Carlson. We look forward to seeing you at Lifetime Pet Wellness Center, our friendly professional team, helps us offer your pet conventional medicine, surgery, and dentistry, as well as integrative options like acupuncture, chiropractics, nutritional medicine, Chinese herbal medicine, homeopathy, cold laser therapy, pulsed magnetic therapy, and ozone. We have recently added PRP, platelet-rich plasma, and stem cell therapies. These new therapies increase our philosophy of regenerative medicine and are often used for arthritic conditions but have many other uses as well. We are strong believers in the use of wholesome, fresh foods and raw foods, since healthy diet probably accounts for 75% of your pet's health. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, or the web at www.lifetimepetwellness.com or call 614-888-2100. So those are a few ways of, of how we try and support the gut when it is in ill health. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking an ill health gut. Right. And during that time, we try to do as least reactive foods, but, but healthy, healthy, beneficial foods, really, really functional foods. I'm yeah. all about functionality yeah. and um, kind of a less is more so that we aren't confused. Oh my gosh, is this a yeast die off? Or is this because I just started this new food? Or is it because I just did this? It's it's very important to be super minimalistic in your approach sometimes, because if you're not, you have no idea, no idea what is triggering them or what's helping them. Yeah, it's a good point, because I see a lot of customers who are or pet owners who are, you know, battling these these issues. And it's they're 
they just have so much. They're throwing everything but the kitchen sink at their dogs, and it's always about just peeling it all back and, and kind of starting anew. Yeah, they're desperate, and I desperate, and I understand. Yeah. I understand that at my clinic. I can remember when I first started, people. I would say, you know, okay, let's put them on this or whatever, and they were like, "What? Yeah. We're gonna put them on vitamin C or what? We're gonna do this or what? We're gonna do that?" Yeah. I was like, "Whoa!" Um, but then at the end of my practice, people were coming in like second and third opinions and stuff were coming in, and I'm not joking with like a knapsack. Yeah. full of stuff that they were giving her animals right like yeah. just so much stuff and and stuff that we don't know are they reactive to that is that really what they need yes everything was great yeah. everything was great but was it actually focusing or targeting or specifically for the other thing with herbs and nutraceuticals and vitamins is what people don't understand is they're very compartmentalized right? So vitamin C does this and something this does this and this does this and this does this and this is that. But what they have to understand is everything in nature, including your gut, really including your gut works synergistically. Yeah. So you can put in a fraction of something, Uh a fraction of something with something else and you will get exponentially more benefit because they work with each other they work with each other yeah. so everything that i formulate i formulate that way to try to help people financially to try to make the biggest impact to try to be conscious of people's time right yeah, like right. how much time that they actually have to spend putting stuff in their animals food yeah. um what does it taste like you know for the animal because it's important that's very important for me that i'm not putting big huge clumps of you know, supplements in an animal's food right. that they're eating their food and they can't even taste their meat because it right. tastes like supplements. Right. <clears throat> so, but it mostly comes from how they work synergistically in the body. That's how I choose what ingredients goes into every single formula, right? Right. And then how it reacts to the body. So don't get, don't get, um, um, uh, blindsided by oh there's this many milligrams in this and there's less milligrams in that and there's way more milligrams in this and there's less milligrams in that it it nature doesn't work that way nature works much more from a perspective of how they they work together like companion planting if you're going to plant vegetables and flowers and stuff when you plant specific companion plants together yeah. they have higher medicinal values they grow better they get less bugs they get Oh, your gut is the same your body your gut's the same way yeah exactly so I, um, if we want to jump ahead and we're like okay cool you know my dog's not really not that sick or i just want to do this with my puppy as a prevention or i'm just blah 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 to me it's all about diversity and rotation okay so much i'm happy you said that because i do that with my dogs and i often talk about like people because people ask me specifically with with your probiotics with your pre probiotics like can I give them at the same time or should I do them in a certain order? And like, I'm always just like, you know, I, um, I kind of bring one home and I just, you know, rotate through, I do that one. And then the next time, you know, when I'm, I have exhausted that supply, I'll, uh, you know, try another probiotic, another, another pre probiotic. And I just kind of keep, and, and, you know, my dogs knock on wood, they haven't had any gut issues. Um, that's what you're supposed to do. Okay, good. Because oh, I've been so, I've been preaching that. <laughs> so it's good. It's good I, and I'm that. so like the last thing I want people to do with their animals' health would be stressed. Yeah. I can't I can't I can't tell you at my clinic how much work I did to try and help de-stress people around the health of their dogs or cats or horses or whatever. Yeah. Because the more stress, the longer it's gonna take to heal, the longer it's gonna take. In the process who wants to be stressed right so i think that that when i produced the products it was to make things very simple for people you know that they could grab something that they knew was you know impeccably sourced right right from from every single level from like organic wild crafted 
um, environmentally friendly, lowest carbon footprint, like so that the energy yeah, like of the, everything um, that goes into everything supports the entire planet, not just like I think phytosynergy is like the perfect example of this. Like it's it's harvested in uh, filtered Atlantic water, you know, sustainably sourced up in, in Canada, which is really cool because you're not taken from the ocean. Um, oh, um, phytosynergy. Yeah. 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 Phytosynergy. Yeah. 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 You're right. Which I, I take myself. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I do too. I take it three yeah. times a day. So oh, three times a day. So okay. remember that. So, um, what I was going to say is what you're doing with a healthy dog is exactly what you should be doing. Okay. Just like go with your gut intuitively walk in you look at the different ones and choose which one you just are drawn to, right? Yeah. So my goal with Adored Beast was to be the place where I had a diverse ability to, like the most diversity, the most, um, the people could just have choices to, to hone in on certain aspects of their animal's situation. So, uh, you know, everything, like anything that you give, like you're, do, you're still looking, I'm still, I look at gut health with almost every single product. doesn't matter what it is. I'm, I'm thinking gut health yeah. so that they're there. You could be doing like the, our easy peasy, which is a bladder one. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But it still supports gut health because it has probiotics in it that are more focused on the bacterial infections that the bladder gets. Right. But it's, how it does that too is through the gut, through the gut, right? yeah. Through yeah. through the gut communicating with the bladder. There, there is no separation. But people, when they rotate through, they're actually rotating through different systems of the body, so that they always, by the time you rotate through the whole line, you have addressed for that amount of time the protective or the preventative health or the supportive health of different parts of the immune of the body liver, kidneys, pancreas, um, brain, lungs, bladder, uh, you know, um, sinuses, ears, you know, there's, there, there, so you don't have to worry ever which one you're, you're drawing from or pulling from. Yeah. So healthy guts, diversity, diversity Diversity. is like, if they're not allergic to food, different foods, the more diverse foods, the more diverse vegetables, the closer to home the vegetables can be, the closer to home that the meat can be, the closer to, you know, to what they would be eating in the wild, the the more the more diverse fibers, vegetables, fermented foods, just diversity is everything. And then and then the from a pro and prebiotic perspective, the same thing. All the different kinds of strains, like we put. I don't even know how many strains we have now. Like yeah. there's there you're when you're when you're moving around, you're planting all of these different kinds of bacteria, right? right? You're not just going with like one or two or right. Which is the whole everyone's big like it's funny because you guys are always ahead of the curve. But everyone's big on like the multi-strand probiotics now. It's like um but you guys have been doing that for a while. But I'm also, I mean, I don't want to get too far ahead, but there's, years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's funny how these things come around like that. But um, I think we, we actually we are doing. So right now we're we're doing the wolf with the um, yeah, which I was really excited about. Um, but to your point, because I, I was excited because I knew it was a, a strand of of probiotics or bacteria that they they probably don't have and have never been exposed to. So probably just keeping that diversity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have wolves around here, so I don't know where else they'd be getting it from. But unless they're eating wolf feces. Yeah, exactly. So. Um. So that I mean, that's I don't know if you want me to talk about that now, but um. Well, sure. I'm we, I'm really excited. But yeah. go ahead. What? No, I think our our ep- our third and last episode, we're kind of going to dig into like the the pre and pro, but the pre and probiotics or the products and 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 the research behind them all. But the, I'd love to talk about the wolf because I think it's a really cool product. I, obviously, it's no one no one has ever done it before. So, yeah, no, and I'm ex- the reason that I got really excited and almost started blushing about it because you just said it because I was really um it's been in the works for a long time, right? Like five years, okay. and um. You know, we had, 
you know, always like I have the best business partner in the world. I always say that Dion Albert and, um, um, he like, you know, do you think people are going to be into it? And then, you know, we talked about more, this was like five years ago. And I said, yeah, you know, it, 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 it just, to me, it's, it's the natural progression, right. Is to go backwards. Like we got to look at 200 years ago, our dogs weren't having what we're, what they're having now. Right. It just, it just, neither were we, we weren't in this chronic disease space that we are right now. So, and there's a lot of amazing holistic health products out there a lot, right. A lot, Mm -hmm. but animals are still sick. Yeah. So every two dogs is going to get, like they say, will possibly be diagnosed with diagnosed cancer. So, so there's a, there's still an issue. There's still some kind of a gap and, and everything that's coming out is very amazing. Like I, 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 there's lots of different companies coming out with cool things and whatever. And I just kind of went to a place five years ago and went, something's missing, something's wrong. And I follow, uh, um, I have been following for, oh my gosh, now 12, 13, 14 years, maybe a, a, a scientist that from Chicago that went and did, um, uh, spent time with the oldest living indigenous tribe in the world. And I think there were like 120 people were living the average life expectancy was 113 or 120. And, um, and we talk about that age, we're talking about healthy people. We're not talking like we're talking people that are still going out and like hunting. Like they're thriving. At, yeah. Thriving, not like sitting, not surviving. Yeah. On, yeah. So anyways, they, he make fast, fast forward. They, the, he, broke it down into to gut diversity and he was saying that you know in in one week they ate, ate 300 different species of plants and animals and insects and wow. trees and so the diversity that they were consuming and and the bacteria like they didn't wash their food they didn't sterilize their food yeah you know they were eating the the bacteria as well sure. right and so he did a a a a fecal transplant before he left and uh to himself and you know was doing his fecal counts and stuff as when he got back and uh it they did colonize and they maintained but it, it they they there wasn't it wasn't left i think after three months right so okay. it wasn't something that could be maintained and the majority yeah. of the reason for that is because he felt because he just couldn't eat what he was eating there he wasn't right. able to ingest the types of of foods that he needed to maintain those bacteria in his gut. Yeah. So <clears throat> I I really felt I started digging into sort of like the fingerprint of probiotics and trying to understand their ability of of like the sort of the education the wisdom part of bacteria. So I started going back and looking and remember I, when we were talking about food. I'm a, a bit of a functional freak. It's yeah. like, I won't produce a product unless every single thing in it is functional. Like I won't put fillers. I won't put silicone dioxide. I won't do anything yeah. like that. And the fillers have to make sense or the fillers, the, the, every ingredients have to make sense. So, you know, I'm not just going to put an ingredient in as a filler, even if it's not a filler, do you know, like it has sure. to be able to do something and work with the rest of the ingredients. So as I was doing, when I was thinking about it, that's like, okay, wolves are living till they're 15, you know, 12 yeah. to 17. Right. These wolves are like 120 to 170 pounds. Yeah. How many dogs do we know? They're having babies when they're 10 years old. Wow. Imagine. Yeah. Right. They're living in the wild. They have to endure the wilderness so much more than our dogs do (laughs) so much more than our dogs do right yeah and i'm like okay what 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 and so it's just like it just you know instantly it's got to be what they're eating it's got to be what they're not having done to them like they're not eating they're not taking antibiotics they're not being vaccinated they're not they're under stress but they're under a different kind of stress they're 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 living in packs they've got this this community they they're they're doing having lots of exercise um they're not having like i said they're not they're not on NSAIDs and drugs and and they're getting cut they're getting cut and injured yeah. and bitten by oh, their prey stomped on kicked by their, yeah. their prey you know like like they're going through they're not in bubbles 
So why are they not dying from infections all the time? Why are they, you know, there's no vets stitching them up and doing, of course, lots of them die from from things like that, but they've evolved and they're staying really healthy and they're incredibly resilient. So, and they're very community oriented and they're very, they're not, wolves are nothing like, yeah. she says, I'm listening to wolves. I I agree with you. This is an interesting part for me. Your dog or cat is a member of your family. You want the very best for each and every member of your family, and that extends right down to the food that they eat. For over 30 years, Northwest Naturals has been manufacturing the highest quality raw frozen pet foods in Portland, Oregon. For you, the pet owner, Northwest Naturals comes in convenient packaging, easy to open, easy to store, and easy to thaw and serve to your pets. Quality ingredients, food safety, and the highest standards for manufacturing practices are what make Northwest Naturals the best complete and balanced raw food for your pet. Find out more in our podcast show notes. At Girls Gone Raw Pet Health, our goal is to provide unique, nutrition-packed, carnivore-focused, dehydrated treats and chews that your pets will go nuts over and that you can feel confident feeding them. We hand-select only the highest quality, human-grade meats, foster relationships with small, generational family farms, and scour the market for the freshest, most unique products. So get fresh and go raw with us. Follow us on social media at Girls Gone Raw Pet Health for nutrition tips and industry news. And find local retailers and shop online at www.girlsgonerawpet.com. So I really started looking at the fingerprint of that. Like, you know, do we, do we, can we, unlike, okay, so this is, I wonder if we should do this in the next episode, because it's very interesting, because I, I'm going to talk about like fecal transplants and the differences between fecal transplants and probiotics and how how they're both cool and how they can work together and the okay yeah we can talk about that next maybe we can talk yeah. about it later but yeah. anyways what i wanted to say uh, why i kind of almost got giddy when you said about the wolf yeah it's that my my business partner and my team right now are down global yeah. which is the big yeah. pet um trade show yep and there's a new there's a thing that that you if you're a new new to the market a new business to the market or you have a new product Okay. So there's a big section where it's like, um, uh, I think it's just called uh, new new products, okay. I think, or something. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> but it's yeah. it's a big section, a massive section of the of the show yeah. where people can go in and see all the new products that have been launched in the last year. And then there there's a competition, which whatever, like I'm so non-competitive. Right. Uh, my business partner is, he's a ma- massive athlete. So, but okay. anyways, we, you know, we put things in sometimes or we don't, um, but this year we did and we put the wolf and soil and sea yeah. in it. And I don't know how many, I mean, I'm sure you, have you gone to global? I have not. Cause I'm always working a shop, but <laughs> I'd love to okay. one day. Yeah. It's massive. Yeah. I think it's one of the international pet pet trade shows and pet supplement trade shows or pet industry trade shows in the world. Yeah. And um, uh, so I don't know how many products are in there. I just can't like to me, it looks like a football field. So anyways, we won third place. Oh, wow. With the wolf. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I'm just all, I'm smiling from ear to ear. I mean, I wonder what one first and second. Pardon? I said, I can't believe that it came in third. Like, I'm wondering what came in first and second. You know yeah, I, mean? yeah, I don't even go there. I yeah. was just like, this is pretty. Well, you know why I think? I think because it's so high level, right? Yeah. It's like, it's wolf. Yeah. So it probably got third because people don't, uh, didn't I understand, understand it. it. I get that a lot at the shop. People are like, well, why? You know, why would exactly. we do that? You know, which I love the question because. Oh. Okay. So we'll get into more of that. Yeah. Like, like later for sure. But as far as like, and we can even dive into like how many strains do I think people should, should be and stuff. And okay. you know, what, what are the strains and we can get into that in the next one. Cause yeah. I think that's important. But um, the reason I was so happy is because he was holding the trophy. Right. Yeah. And to me, it's like, well, I don't know, like I used to <laughs> completely ride and stuff, but yeah. I'm so are not over that there, yeah. but he is because yeah. like he's doing basketball and yeah, he yeah, loves yeah. yeah it makes so him happy trophy and he was so happy it's like yeah, oh yeah. god well that's good um, that was really that's really awesome. cool because he, he worked so hard i have and sorry go ahead i have one last question before we end um just kind of like it so i have a lot of people that have puppies that got puppies 
um, what, like, what, what would you suggest to do? Like you get a puppy and you know, you want to feed them the right food and all that, but like, could you start feeding probiotics? Like when you bring them home? Yeah. And like, why, like, I guess, why would that be a good idea? Because when we talked last time about being born, you don't uh -huh. know what your puppy's being born with. Right. So right. like, get it for me. I'm always like, I'm trying to teach always everybody that works here at the rescue and stuff. It's like, get ahead, get ahead. It's so much easier to get ahead of the game than to try and catch up if something gets sick yes. or injured or whatever. Stay it's like, you can be ahead. You're so much better off. So I would say that unless that puppy's mama and grandma and probably great grandma was fed raw food, yeah. right? And fed unprocessed food, didn't have dysbiosis, didn't have itchy skin, didn't have, and a lot of times we don't know that, right? right. Lived until a ripe old age of, you know, 15 um you you know you're you're not going to do any harm supporting the gut you know right. getting them on a really good whole food um lots of exercise lots of love lots of playing yeah and you know minimal you know conventional intervention only you know if you're yeah. going to vaccinate make sure that you're vaccinating you know once the maternal antibodies have dropped which is after after nine to ten weeks not before yeah. that Right. If they've been vaccinated before that, then chances are that's going to affect the gut in a negative way. Um, you know, there's so many different. So why wait until you start seeing yeah. symptoms? Right. Why wait? Exactly. Like just just get ahead of it. And and with puppies, that's when you can play. Right. That's when you can play with the wolf strain and the soil and sea, which, yeah. which is which is dirt probiotics. It's not even, you know, it's soil based probiotics. Sure. Um you know, the wolf strain, the phytosphora strain, the just plain love bugs and the 14 strains and the yeah. different kinds of prebiotics. And you just, you just, um, rotate them. Rotate, have fun know? with them. Yeah. I, I uh, I've noticed a lot of, uh, I've had a lot of customers lately come in with, uh, they have contracts and the breeders, um, that they have to feed raw food, which is yeah. something I haven't seen in a lot in the three years that we've been open, it's been very common as of late. So I think that's okay. And they're always either from Canada. Uh, so props to you guys or from like Northern States, like Vermont or like upstate New York or somewhere up there. Yeah. yeah. So it's very yeah. interesting. I think I actually was involved when she was one of my clients. Uh, her name is Shelly Fritzke uh -huh. and she bred German shepherds. And this uh -huh. would have been in 2000 probably 1999, 2000. Okay. Anyways, she had generational um, German shepherds that yeah. had been on raw and she bred them predominantly for bomb dogs, bomb dogs and for like working dogs to sniff out bombs and to sniff out um, drugs and to work for the police force and the air force and all yeah. of that. They were like phenomenal dogs and so strong, yeah. so strong and so healthy people people from all over the world came and purchased her dogs because they were so healthy yeah and she guaranteed them she guaranteed their health right right yeah and then what she was finding as soon as they if they purchased them and put them on dry mm -hmm. that they started getting sick and so she i think she was i think one of the very 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 first breeders to ever put together a raw food yeah. contract that oh, she wow. would not yeah one she would even sell to sell to somebody because she loved her animals that wouldn't feed them raw. And if they did feed them raw, she wouldn't, she was so confident that if their dogs got chronically sick, mm -hmm. she would actually either take the dog back yeah. or pay for their vet bills. Okay. That's how, wow. that's how strong her lineage was. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so she, she did it. And then I, then I, that she sort of, I would get breeders in and I would be like, well, you should call Shelly Fritzky. Yeah. Cause she's doing it. Yeah. And then, so I can see how Canada did, you know, start did that. start, yeah. start putting that in practice. And there's a lot of people now because they, they're trying so hard, right. They're trying to yeah. breed out cancer. They're trying right. to breed out, you know, um, hip dysplasia. They're trying to breed out all of these chronic diseases that these, that these animals are getting. Right. right. So, right. You know, if they're going to work that hard, then, 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 yeah, it's, it's so refreshing to see that rather than the opposite where, you know, if you don't feed this dry dog food or you don't, 
vaccinate this much time or you don't do this kind of flea treatment because I've seen contracts like that too, right? Yes. Lots of contracts like, yeah. like that. Yeah. So it's so refreshing to see contracts that are proactive health, preventative right. health. Yeah. You know, I'm going to stand behind this breed, stand behind this dog, but you have to give that dog the tools to maintain its health. Yeah. And you got to focus on the gut to do that. Like, that's a bit like with all these, it's trying to alleviate all these chronic diseases. You have to, like, how could you ignore the gut? You know, no so. food and food in the gut, yeah. food, gut, food, gut, and, and, um, love and love. Attention. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we should end it on that right there. Okay. Well said. <laughs> um, and so our next episode, I think we're going to talk about, uh, we're actually going to dive into like the certain, um, products and pre and probiotics and, and the research behind it so yeah and the species oriented ones and yes. well, how they differ and yeah all that stuff. which is i get really excited about that stuff so cool. awesome well thanks again julie appreciate your time good talking you. to you talk thanks. to you soon so if you have a question that you want us to answer on our next podcast you can find us a few different ways you can send an email to danielle at fangsfur.com. You can find us on our website, fangsfur.com, or you can direct message us on Instagram at fangsandfurpets. The views and opinions on this podcast should not be used as an alternative to veterinary advice. We always encourage you to seek the professional advice of your vet. Before starting a raw diet, we encourage you to ask lots of questions, do your research, and speak with a qualified vet and or canine feline nutritionist.